Well, Paige certainly decided to show up, didn't she? I'm not mad at it. This reunion actually had a lot more action than I expected. Last season, when Paige was all mad at the reunion, she just sat there in silence. So at least this time she's actually talking. Like, embrace the villainess. Although I know some people would say that she's not the villain. She's actually fighting the good fight against Lindsay. But I... So, in case you're new here, I've had a very difficult time covering this because I'm going to blame the Lindsay stands and the Lindsay haters because people either really hate Lindsay, like to a point that's really unhealthy, or they stand her so much that they are just unable to see like any part that she may play in any of it. However, this reunion, it was pretty cut and dry, just back and forth. Everyone hates Lindsay and Carl, except for the new people who didn't really have much to say. Gabby did step in a little bit. Um, and I'm sure Paige was like noted, but, um, it, I, I found this reunion to actually be entertaining probably because my expectations are so low. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm going to recap it and I'm going to like it, I think. So yes, let's get into it. But before that, if you are a YouTube subscriber, thank you. I just want to say shout out. Really been enjoying our, our chats over there on the YouTubes. And if you are a podcast listener, thank you for everyone who wrote and rated the pod in the last week. I have, I usually, unfortunately, this is such human nature, but I usually go and look at only my bad reviews because that's what we do, right, as people. But I have just been eating up all of your good reviews. I really appreciate it. This was on Apple Podcasts, by the way. Any other platform, though, love you too. Love you too. And finally, my Patreon queens, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your, for your support and your love week after week. If you want to join that community, the link will be in the description. Um, and don't you worry, Patreon, I've got an Orange County bonus episode coming to you very soon. Um, the, the apartment hunt continues, though. I freaking applied for an apartment, and they just didn't even get back to me. <sighs> like they should let you know. But the search continues. Anywho. All right. Shall we? Let's shall. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. I mean, look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I'm a complete mess. What is this, honey? I love that. I'm Emily. Every week, I recap the latest episodes of your favorite Bravo shows, from Housewives to the Underpump Rules. We need to get more cosmopolitan. So if you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. So Lindsay starts us off with a voiceover. There's literally nothing worse than what my best friend did to me. That's the stakes. These are the stakes coming in. Uh, All right. So they all gather, blah, 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 blah. The energy, though when Lindsay and Carl come in, you can feel everything shift. You can feel, I just, I kind of, I feel bad for them. I do. It's like, Jesus, guys, you hate us that much? You hate us because what? Especially this season. I'm, whatever. All right. Paige gives Lindsay a, Paige is not playing with that corsage on her neck. 
she is not playing, but she's just giving, she's giving Lindsay a dirty look. Anything Lindsay says, Lindsay breathes and she's like, oh my God, uh, typical Lindsay. Kyle, though, jokes at one point. I like when Andy has to remind them that he's older than all of them. Kyle jokes about being over the hill and Andy's like, you're really not. Okay, because <laughs> I'm older than you. Andy's first question to Paige is, when's the last time you were in Charleston? And she's a little defensive. She's like, two weeks ago. Okay, girl. So Andy asks Danielle and Lindsay to give their intentions. Okay. Danielle says this, quote, I hated seeing Lindsay's face. It felt like it was a stranger. If it's over, then it will be over. So her intention is to find out where Lindsay stands, I think. And Lindsay, though, Lindsay gives a little lip service here. She's like, you know, we were just not hearing each other this summer. And so I'm I'm open to just having an open dialogue. And I'm like, I don't I don't think so. That's OK, though. I just really don't. I don't think you're open to that. Um, and that's OK, because. A lot has happened this season. But the first package is Kyle and Amanda did not get into a single fight. We're, we're not getting a vocal fry from Amanda because her voice is all, all hoarse. And I wonder if it's from doing the vocal fry. You know? Okay. So now we're in it. Uh, she talks about her post-birth control syndrome situation and how she does have her period. And so, yay, we're all good there. But then Andy has to reluctantly, since this is the Kyle and Amanda package, he has to reluctantly bring up that blind about Kyle cheating. And Kyle is not wrong in his response to say, if we're going off the internet, I'm having an affair with Sam, with Maya, with Sierra. Uh, but Andy's, Andy's like, okay, you're not giving me what I want. So let me get more specific. Amanda, on Watch What Happens Live, you said that the timing of the rumor was convenient with the lover boy drama. So Andy goes to Lindsay, Lindsay, did you interpret that comment as accusing you or Carl? And Lindsay goes, I don't think Carl, actually, uh, somebody sent it to me and I sent it to Carl. And Carl's like, I sent it to you. And she's like, okay, well, and you sent it to me, I sent it to you. But when I saw that, I said, there is just no way that Kyle has any time to have a full-blown affair over summer. And Andy goes, that's not the question. <laughs> He's like, no, we're not, we're not playing, okay? We're coming out the gate strong. The leak happening, though, around the lover boy stuff, I'm, I kind of agree with Lindsay. She's like, I don't know how that got connected. But then along comes Paige, revved up. She says, because it wouldn't be the first time you wrote something in. <laughs> Paige has the nerve to say that Lindsay and Carl were the ones who wrote that article about Craig getting kicked out of Kyle and Amanda's wedding. When by now, we all know that it was Sam, Bravo historian, Samantha Bush. She's the one who wrote it. And I maybe they, maybe she was trying to say that they were the um, leaks. Or the, the sources in it or something. But I know for a fact, it was not. It was not them. You know, we're the, we're the bloggers. When they say bloggers, they're talking about us, like content creators. That's what we do. And 
it's a it's a very it's an open secret that Craig was one hundred percent kicked out of the party, and uh, but then she's like, which did not happen, and I know it was you two, and Carl's like, okay, but we're we're talking about something that actually happened. And Paige gets her little neck. She goes, how would you know you weren't even there anymore? You left by that time. And Carl's like, girl, he's ready to go. He goes, whatever it was, Craig's behavior was questionable enough that I heard about it, period. He hit her with a period. (laughs) But then Paige goes, I know that it was you guys, but it's okay. And then Andy's like, well, how, how do you know? You talk to the bloggers. And Paige says, they DM bloggers all the time. And they think the bloggers don't tell us. Um, okay, I do know that Lindsay is pretty, she's talkative. Like she hit up me and my DMs to try to correct a story. And we had a back and forth exchange. Um, but I kind of, I've heard the same thing about Craig. <laughs> I've heard that Craig directly messages content creators when he doesn't like their posts. If they if they have like a relationship or if he doesn't like, like for me, with me, for example, he just blocked me because he didn't like what I had to say. But um, it's just weird that this is like, you, you know, glass houses. But that's kind of what makes a good villain is that they're a little bit delusional to their hypocrisy. Or maybe intentionally ignoring their hypocrisy. I don't know. But it's like, it's just, it's so credible that we could be like, but Craig does that. He's like known for it. And Carl's like, I'm telling you, she never sent anything in. And then Kyle joins in and is like, well, but Paige has some credibility to her accusation. Lindsay's like, it wasn't me. Now Paige is like, that's a lie. Carl then goes, anything else you want to say, Paige? And she, Paige goes, no, but I have the rest of the day. I was living for their their head-to-head. I liked it. I thought they both brought it. They both, you know, performed well. Viewer question for Kyle. Have you forgiven Lindsay for bringing up the cheating rumor on camera? This is a big one, right? Because... I it's it's very confusing what exactly Kyle is mad at. And I'm not jumping on the bandwagon of saying like, well, it's a show. That's what that's what you do. Kyle is saying that instead of you just bringing it up on camera because something comes up and you're like, oh, my God, this happened. You planned for it to come up at his birthday party. And it's like, damn, like I thought we were friends. And the producer in us is like, well, I mean, it made for really good TV (laughs) and it didn't give you a chance to. But Amanda's saying that she would have preferred Lindsay speak to her off camera because Lindsay's like, okay, you're telling me if Carl cheats, you're not going to bring this up on camera. And Amanda says, no, I would talk to you first and say, how do you want to deal with it? And then I went, oh, that's why you guys are so boring. That's why this whole group of you has nothing happen on camera. Maya, the way you were with Oliver, the cameras are here. You're mic'd up. Don't talk. Oh, I'm so sorry that we actually get a little reality from you on this reality show. And sort of the same thing applies here, Amanda. Like, how is that a good reality TV show then? You signed up for it. 
But I understand, to be honest, where Kyle is coming from because he's like, look, if it's going to come up on camera, that's fine. But you worked with production and said, I'm going to bring it up. This is his accusation, at least. I'm going to bring it up on this day because he's claiming she found out way before they even came into the house that summer. This is a, the same accusation happened when Paige got mad that Lindsay brought up Craig and Kristen on camera because her thing last season was you did this with Amanda and now you're do you did it with you did it with Craig. And I will say Lindsay did come into my DMs. I posted something about how I was like, I don't really know if I buy that Lindsay found this out weeks prior. Uh, but that's what Austin was telling them. Uh, and Lindsay came into my DMs and was like, I actually didn't. I was asking if Austin and Kristen had hooked up because at the time she had this like entanglement with Austin. And it, he was like, no, it was Craig. And so, I mean, look, she brought it up on camera and there's a messy factor to it. Yes. But that's the only reason we're enjoying Summer House is when you guys do stuff on camera. Like, we can't just get influencer life. We can't just get you guys lounging around by a pool and only what you want to show us. That's cheating. That's not fair. That's why Vanderpump Rules is such an amazing show, because those fuckers are like, we signed up for this. We're going to do it. With the exception of a few, obviously. So... Then, okay, so Kyle says uh, it was a very purposeful backstab and Lindsay knows how to produce herself really well. But Carl's like, okay, Kyle, you know how to produce yourself too. And he makes the he makes the comparison, although I, I liked Kyle's face. Kyle was like, he was so offended. He was like, what if I produce Carl? When have I gone to producers have been like, here's what I'm going to do this summer. But Carl's thing is anything lover boy related. Not a great equivalence. There, it, uh, you know, sabotaging a friendship and relationship and bringing up, making sure that you have like your brand on the show is not totally the same thing. But then they get into Kyle saying, well, she tried to sabotage my relationship and Carl interrupts and goes, you cheated on her. You fucked up. That's the problem here, which, yes, is true. But I'm st I'm still going to go and say that what Kyle is saying is that the rumor that Lindsay brought up ended up not being true. The rumor was just a rumor and it blew everything up as opposed to checking, making sure it was real. That's the that's the issue. And what Kyle wants is for Lindsay to admit that she did that. He wants her to admit that she went to producers and did that. So Andy has to like translate that. He's like, it seems that he wants you to admit that you feel. And she's like, I've already apologized. That's one of Lindsay's favorite apologies. I've already said I'm sorry. Uh, but even Andy's like, girl, okay. And so Lindsay says, I found out about it a week before your party. And honestly, I was having a really hard time going through with it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, that's not okay. No one's about to feel bad for you about that, Lindsay. But so she said, she admits, I found out a week before your birthday. So she kept it for the whole week and then did plan it for his birthday party for maximum effect. We don't get mad, though, right? As the audience were like, well, she should have. But it's that she did it under the guise of being like, I'm such a good friend. I'm coming to you first. 
it's like, but you came to him with cameras on you. So, you know, it's a, I can, I see the issue, but I also see the other side of it. Um, but I do, we, as much as it's been difficult to watch, uh, Kyle and Amanda have shown pretty much everything in their relationship, the good and the bad and the ugly, and they've been ridiculed for it and just sort of powered through. So I do give them that credit, but I can, I, I see it. I see it. Um, they go to newbie package about how their like relationship status, they came in single, but left with mixed results. And Sam talks about how she had that roster and Maya asks, oh, I've heard it's good to have one in every borough. And then Sam goes, no, 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 because I don't like to go outside of downtown. And Andy under his breath goes, I had a feeling. (laughs) Ooh, I love the, not the New York City shade. He he meant something by that. Uh, Viewer question for Chris. Are you interested in dating Maya or Danielle now that they're single? Uh, Danielle and Chris give each other eyes. uh, Eyes. And he just goes, we'll see. Are they fucking? Are they hooking up? They're already hooking up. Mark my words. Viewer question for Maya. Do you regret how you told Sam that she talked too much? This is a big point. And Maya is like, we've talked about this. She said she didn't take offense to it, but I am sorry if, you know, it hurt her feelings or whatever. And Sam gives us the most adorable and heartfelt little speech about how it's the one thing that gets her. It's my one biggest insecurity. No one has ever needed more of me. I spent my life in pursuit of friends and relationships where people can't get enough of me. And she's crying. I think when it's brought to your attention that you've already given too much and you've been here 10 minutes, like it'll it'll make anyone upset. I thought that she nailed that. It was so tender and so pure. Andy asks where they stand. And Sam says it did hurt to see some of the stuff that was being said behind her back. Um. It's been very apparent that they're the new girls are the closest with Lindsay, which is fine. But it should be noted out of fairness that Lindsay never used to embrace the new girls as much, maybe, excuse me. But you know, more more on more on that in a second, because Paige starts to bring stuff up that I'm like, what? Andy says to Gabby, were you surprised about Sierra's issues with you? This back and forth was hard to watch. If Sierra claims that she was talking about how she has her parents' credit card still and she was kind of kind of rubbing it in, it, or not rubbing it in, but like bragging, and it just, she didn't like that. Now, we didn't, I don't think we saw that. I think I would have remembered her being like, I have my mom and dad's credit card, and I don't, whatever. But if that really did come out of her mouth, I'm going to give it to Sierra and say, okay, that's fair. But I find it really funny that Maya goes, look, we had that conversation between Sierra and me, but eventually, like, I got to know, I got to know Gabby more and, you know, I opened up and, but then Andy, because he's being shady and petty, he goes, he goes, sounds like you maybe were open to it, but Sierra, it sounds like you just wrote her off. (laughs) Okay. Gabby agrees. And this is why I don't like the seating. Sierra rolls her eyes and looks to her, looks behind her because she's got Paige and she's got Maya right there. It's just they're too. It's it's not good having them all like 
this side versus that side. Mixing it up is good. Although I would say next last season when Paige was sat next to Lindsay, that didn't go well. She didn't even turn to her right. Even Andy was like, do you realize what you've done? You have not looked to your right once. Sierra and Danielle's friendship. They talk about how that um, grew. And Andy asks if it surprised Lindsay. And Lindsay, I, she kind of nailed this answer. She's like, I'm very aware that Sierra has a lot of animosity towards me. And Andy goes, were you annoyed that they got close? And Lindsay says no. And you hear Paige go, yeah, right. But I really don't think she did. I don't I don't know like this other Lindsay that they talk about who is even concerned with them. Right? Because I don't even know. There's not one soundbite from her interviews from the season where Lindsay's like, I can't believe they're getting close or anything like that. But that also is kind of because Lindsay is a bit self-centered. She's a Leo and very much, not all Leos are self-centered, but um, I love Leos, by the way. Uh, but it, she, it, the world kind of does revolve around Lindsay, but that sort of is like, okay, well, then she's not bothered by you guys. But maybe that's the problem. Anyway, she said she wasn't concerned and she said she kind of understood it because Sierra had an issue with her and then when you know she no longer had that issue they could get close and then they kind of she does say they bonded over um maybe danielle not getting along with Lindsay, which that's that was a good thing to throw in there but she, Lindsay says she thought she left on good terms with sierra but sitting here now you can see that they're not this is now the second year in a row where they kind of leave on decent terms with Lindsay, but then they show up to the reunion and they're like fangs out. So it's hard to talk about what the issue is with Sierra anymore because I'm like, is it still just the Austin thing? Is it just it, there's no redeeming it from there? Is that what it is? I feel like I'm talking a mile a minute. Sorry. Lindsay's and Lindsay and Carl's package. Oh dear. Andy's like, did you have a clue that it would be this much? It would be this difficult coming in as a couple. And Lindsay's like, look, I knew, I knew. Uh, and she starts answering the question, and then she's like, I mean, Carl, do you have something you want to say? <laughs> Carl knew it would be different, but he was hoping it would be different in a good way. Like they'd see them in a different, more positive light. The newbies, they enjoyed the relationship. Sam said it brought joy. And, you know, over there, Paige is like, uh-huh, sure. Oh, please. Like, now you're denying their experience with them? Andy says to Kyle, did knowing that their tumultuous past was there, did it make you worry about them dating? Kyle says, if any of my friends started dating Lindsay, I would be worried. Lindsay's mouth just, like, was agape. She was like, what? Uh, I don't even know how to respond. He's like, I knew Lindsay was drinking again, and she gets irrational and defensive and thinks everyone is coming for her when she's drinking. And I he assumed that the honeymoon period of their relationship was because she was not drinking again. Now, you know I love an I, I was right moment. And I got reamed on Instagram for saying, here's 
and Lindsay came into my DMs over this and I was like, here's kind of proof because you had Danielle saying like, oh, she's drinking again. And then you had Kyle and Winterhouse tell that story. I said, I think this is proof that Carl did have a problem with Lindsay, Lindsay's drinking. And that's what's irritating about it. It's like, just say that, Lindsay. But she doesn't want to say that because she still wants to keep drinking, which fine. Um, but I think there's merit to this. And then a viewer question, do they act different for cameras? The newbies say no, because they're like, we've been to their house. They're cool. But Paige is like, I'm doing it. So she goes, I think they're fake. I think they're, they're pretty fake. And she then (laughs) so ill-informed tries to pull out the whole people magazine situation, which if you if you missed it, uh, Dave Quinn, who writes for People Magazine, was like, oh, not true. What actually happened was the network reached out to People. And because the the engagement and the proposal all happened in public, they were worried that it would get leaked. And so they wanted to do an official, like, here's People Magazine. Here's the announcement. And Andrea went on Morgan Pop Talks and said that, it's actually not uncommon to have a professional photographer as part of the camera crew taking stills and whatnot, and which totally makes sense. So those professional-looking photos were probably just from the photographer that was on set. That's what Andrea said. And if Andrea says it, we believe it. Because he's just, like, too innocent to know to lie. I feel like he would be that person that would accidentally tell on you because he thought he was just being truthful, you know? Like, so I don't, I don't think he's making that up. He really... He really did not think that there was some sort of premeditation People Magazine situation. But Paige is convinced and she's like, they just, they lie, they lie. And Carl goes for it. Carl says, you date the biggest liar on Bravo, Craig. And Paige did not see that coming. So she's like, and I love every single thing about that fucking weirdo, okay? And then, but I... I'm with Carl and Lindsay on this. You keep saying that they lie, but what do they lie about? Like, what's the lie? And the example she says is they spin everything and they go on press tours. Like, I don't really think there's been a lot of sound bites. I think Lindsay's only really been talking about Danielle if they ask her, but she's she hasn't said shit. But that's all she's got. And Lindsay's like, bring some receipts. And even I'm like, I would like to see those receipts myself. Because I don't, I, I'm not opposed to it. You know, I love a big like, ooh, reveal. Like, here's this example, this example, this example. But it sounds like you just, if I'm being honest, it sounds like you're mad that they do it better than you and Craig. Like the whole PR thing, you know? Because it's, it's an art form. And Lindsay's a, Lindsay worked in PR. So it sounds just like they're, she's pissed and Craig and Paige are pissed. Because Carl and Lindsay know how to do this without Craig having a meltdown. Do you know what I mean? Like, Lindsay had one, though. To be fair, Lindsay had one. We saw no resolution to it. They were just over it. And it was like, okay. Uh, But Paige goes, you can't even text anyone on this couch. And Carl goes, I text Danielle. Lindsay goes, isn't this a lot of money to spend on a lie? And then Paige gives the now famous clap back. Yeah, that's why it's weird because neither of you have jobs. Which I was like, hold on. Now, 
I'm not going to take this away from Paige. Giggly Squad is a real thing. They go on, they're on tours a lot. They do, they, they do, that's a job for sure. So they have, giggly, she has Giggly Squad. She also does a lot of work with like Amazon uh, fashion or whatever the heck, those like, you know, Amazon live things that all the people do. But isn't what Carl and Lindsay do, isn't it just like what you guys do? They've been paid for sponsors and ads and stuff. And isn't that like enough, you know? And I feel, I don't know. I just, I was, I get, I get why it was a good burn, but that just, all of this sounded like Craig. It all very much sounded like Craig and Paige just going, going, going and coming up with things like, and they don't even have jobs, you know? Wait, what? Do you like cashews, gummy bears, or olives? What about popcorn, saltwater taffy, or trail mix? Sesame sticks, dried fruit, chocolate-covered espresso beans. If your ears perked up at a few of those things, then did you know you can get all of those from one place? Nuts.com has it all. Nuts.com is your one-stop shop for freshly roasted nuts, dried food, pantry staples like specialty flowers, and more. Their wide selection means that there is something for everybody. I wish I had known about Nuts.com because I think that they would make the perfect corporate business client gift type of thing. Because a lot of the time, especially in LA, you don't want to just get people like a box of chocolates or candy or something like that because, you know, everyone's on a diet. But Nuts.com is a very well-rounded package, like an olive package with some, mmm, hello. So I think it would be a great gift for that. I received all of the nuts. I got cashews. I got almonds. I got a bag of mixed nuts. And I obviously I let my sister and brother-in-law, because I live with them, I let them have some. And even they've been telling other people that the nuts are really good. So the quality is notably different. You can shop a la carte, of course, anytime, but you can also opt in to hassle-free auto delivery so you never run out of your favorite items. And if you're already stocked up at home, they also sell directly to businesses. So a little office snacky, you know? Snack with satisfaction, knowing the quality is a top priority at nuts.com. They roast their nuts and pop their corn the same day that it ships. So it reaches you fresh, not all stale. Since 1929, they've been doing it the old-fashioned way. One taste and you will know the difference. Right now, Nuts.com is offering new customers a free gift with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more at Nuts.com slash she speaks. So go check out all of the delicious options at Nuts.com slash she speaks. You'll receive a gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. That's Nuts.com slash she speaks. If you are like my sister and I and hate your backyard. Well, she's lived here forever. When I moved in, I was like, what's this? What's going on? What's happening? Uh, but it's always extremely overwhelming when we look into what we want to plant out there. You feel like you're kind of lost. She has planted every flower under the sun and it's just died. But then along comes the sponsor for this week, fastgrowingtrees.com. They have plant experts that curate thousands of easy to grow plants, shrubs, trees, like Meyer lemons, evergreens, and everything in between. But sometimes it's really hard to know which plants will do best, but fastgrowingtrees.com gives you customized recommendations based on your specific needs. And their plant experts are always available to help keep your plants growing and healthy 
through the season and beyond. Another thing I thought that you always had to deal with, because whenever you see landscaping going on, they've got like trucks and guys moving everything. Fastgrowingtrees.com, you order online and it's delivered to your door in just a few days. Hi, plants at my house. My sister has been having a field day with this website. Mind you, I'm about to move out, so I'm not even going to reap the benefits of it, but she's having the time of her life looking through things. And she's even asked a couple of the plant experts a thing or two because she considers herself a plant lady. Also, fastgrowingtrees.com has a 30-day alive and thrive guarantee, so you know everything will look great out of the box. Join over 1.5 million happy FastGrowingTrees.com customers. Go to FastGrowingTrees.com slash Bravo to get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off your entire order at FastGrowingTrees.com slash Bravo. Don't activate me because you've not seen me activate it. Andy asked Danielle if she thinks they're fake for the cameras. And I have to say, Danielle's pretty clear that she does believe their love. They want to have that fairy tale romance. And um, she has bought into it, she said. But they just wanted to come into the house and not show any cracks. And Andy said, had you seen the cracks? And then she tells the Montauk story. And, you know, that's pretty, pretty dramatic, right? I'm glad Andy gave even more context because I didn't realize that taking an Uber back from Montauk to the city was a three-hour, $400 situation. And Lindsay's, Lindsay and Carl's face when Danielle was telling that story is like, you fucking bitch. I cannot believe you are telling this story. And Robert thought that they were broken up after that. Uh, Danielle thought they were broken up after that. But my question is, what do they want? You know what? Actually, that's not my question. What they're saying is if you're going to come on camera with your relationship, don't make all of us pretend like we don't know the reality behind it. And maybe that's what they, maybe that's the issue. Because when you get Kyle and Amanda, for better or for worse, they're pretty open about their issues and they don't hide the fact that they have them. As where Lindsay and Carl was like, babe, we're great, babe. And everyone was kind of like, this isn't authentic. And that was the issue. It wasn't authentic. And I'm going to say I do agree. They got off real easy, not um, doing much fighting on camera because they said we're not going to do it, period. And again, that's not the job. Andy does say, he has the guts to say to Lindsay that most of your fights, this might have actually been a viewer question, most of your fights happened when she was drinking. And they go to, like, the package of her, the montage of her uh, yelling at him when she was drunk. But it's weird the the question in this, the very first question is, it seems like Lindsay isn't being herself. Lindsay, do you feel like, you know, you're walking on eggshells with Carl when it comes to partying? I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you let into this package with Lindsay's drinking was clearly a problem in the relationship. And the question is, does Lindsay want to drink more? Because I'm sorry. There is nothing fucking wrong at all with her being aware of the fact that Carl doesn't drink and drinking and, and monitoring her drinking around him. Like, that's not bad. But that was just a weird question to ask right after. 
But Carl's like, you know, we work on it in therapy and she's come so far from season four. Don't activate me, Lindsay, to now. I don't agree with that. I do not. Um, the I know people are going to say she's not as angry. Absolutely. Absolutely. But as soon as you get alcohol in her, she does. She does react like that. It's the exact same energy. Um, but when she's not drinking, that's when we're like, oh, this is great. Like, Lindsay's not the same Lindsay. But add alcohol, and that turns Lindsay into don't activate me, you know? Andy asked Kyle about the story he told about Carl and him having an issue with Lindsay's drinking. And Kyle says, and this is what I was wondering, he says he has been concerned for Carl's sobriety and how the summer before, Carl had said to him that getting to the one-year mark as a single person who identifies as sober is you know, I want, I want that. And so for that reason, Kyle was uh, pretty torn. And Andy asks Carl if he holds his opinions about her drinking to himself. Carl looked uncomfortable. This, these were very invasive questions. Um, but I, I wasn't, ma- I wasn't too mad at it. Um, uh, because Kyle and Amanda have had to go through hell. Like, they get asked really – they've been asked really tough questions over the years. So it's fair, honestly. Uh, And Kyle's even begged for mercy a few times. Like, can you stop? Can you stop doing this to me? Like, even on Watch What Happens Live. And so Lindsay and and Carl having to answer these questions that were very much prevalent on the show and not talked about on the show, I was happy about – I was happy to hear it. Because Carl says they do talk – he goes, we talk to each other a lot about it. And Andy goes, okay, well, talk to us about it. <laughs> He's like, so say it out loud now. And Carl's like, well, we're in therapy and we're in couples therapy and we talk about the drinking and stuff. So Andy tells Lindsay that Al-Anon is her friend. And uh, that was a that was a thing to say. And she has a Google Doc, she says, that a friend sent her with a bunch of different Zoom meetings. And I was like... Yeah, okay. You're never gonna you're you're not gonna do any of that. I could just tell. She's like, I don't I'm not. But Carl, he he really says that he he's like, she signed up to be with me, and that's a lot to take on because I am a drug addict and an alcoholic. So, you know, that's it's not easy for her. And so he's he applauds her for for that and says that um he he's always aware that there's that amount of um <sighs> sacrifice, I guess sacrifice it's not it is not easy to be with someone who's sober because they're they're working on other things as well within themselves Andy asks Chris if he was surprised that Carl told him about the proposal and Chris is like uh call it naive but I didn't think it was that big of a deal and Andy Andy then goes into like bitch Lindsay you fucking knew you knew you had the dress I still think she had a feeling there's nothing wrong with that you had a feeling. You knew you had said to Carl, this is what I want. And I don't think she knew it was happening for sure. But if if you think you're going to get proposed to, you're looking good all the time. So I just wish she'd own it and be like, look, I had, I was wondering if this could be the weekend. So I was like, I'm going to look my best just in case. And if it was just a bonfire, then hey, it was just a bonfire. But 
she instead she's like, I didn't know. I really didn't know. Paige says her tip off was when Lindsay asked what her how her outfit was, like if it looked cute. And that was actually my tip off. I thought the same thing. But I even said in the when I recap that episode, maybe it was because Danielle wasn't around and normally she'd be like, Danielle, do you like this? And so that's why she went to Paige. So anyway. This part really killed me though. Andy asked Danielle if watching it back, does she wish she would have reacted differently? And Danielle's, she doesn't. She says that was the most raw I'd ever been. And then she tells everyone like we hadn't heard her say this a hundred times. I found out 30 minutes to an hour before we had to actually pick up and go to the engagement. I was like, yes. And and she said something that I thought I would have been a part of. And that was just pure raw emotion. Fine. But do you still not see that you reacted poorly? Right? Like, I could be in my feels and I could totally act out. But I'm going to own that. And she was so indulged by freaking Sierra and Maya in that. Like, Maya calls Sierra and is like, guess what, bitch? They're fucking engaged. And then they just, like, talk shit about how they did it. And also Sierra saying that if Craig proposed to Paige and didn't tell her, again, this has to be – this has to do with camera shit. This has to do with being on camera and having moments and things like that. But Lindsay was not surprised by Danielle's reaction, and she throws this weird shade out and says, you know, I was next to her when Kyle and Amanda came back from their engagement. But Amanda's like, girl, you also made faces. So don't act like you were like, yay, like you had things to say. And Lindsay's like, I'm just trying to give you a little consistency. And like, that's how you react to those things. <laughs> Danielle reads right between those lines. And she's like, oh, you're, what are you trying to do? You're trying to make it clear that like, I don't like engagements. And Lindsay's like, no, um, not that you hate engagements, that, but just like, and then Danielle's like, happiness. Like, what are you? And she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Andy asked Carl why he thought all the girls owed Lindy and Lindy. Lindsay an apology and of course they're like oh we'd love to hear this we uh uh-huh tell us why and he's like do you guys not see the shit you talk about her (laughs) like Jesus do you not see it because it's a lot and uh Carl says that Lindsay and Paige had that lunch and then right before summer right before they got to filming and then what happened over the summer specifically to Paige that changed it so much And then Gabby joins in. And I was like, ooh, Gabby, you got to know what you're doing here. Because once you cross this line, there's no coming back for these girls. Gabby says, I remember Paige telling me, like, oh, I'm so glad Danielle sees who who Lindsay really is. And for me, you know, having no history. This is Gabby. For me, having no history with her, I was confused as to why you were excited about the fact that this long-standing friendship was ending. It's not like she – it's – okay, so I thought – Gabby started that because Gabby starts with saying, you told me you were cool with Lindsay. And then she goes into the part about Danielle. And she did, <laughs> she really said, I did, that was just a very big statement from her. I was confused to why you were excited about the fact that this longstanding friendship was ending. And uh, Paige is like, first of all, I wasn't excited. I would never be excited for a friendship breaking up. Mm, okay. And then Lindsay, Lindsay interrupts, goes, well, your face said differently. And Paige hits her with the, I'm speaking. <laughs> Finally. 
And so she, and then t- she tells a story like, I was once the 25 year old, 25 year old newbie. And despite my first summer where Lindsay did not really talk to me, actually, she screamed at me. And Lindsay goes, That's not true. And I love when they throw in a flashback that just proves someone wrong. Lindsay still doesn't admit that she has an anger problem. This is an anger problem, Lindsay. Okay, it's an anger fucking issue. So let's not get it twisted. I wish she would say, yeah, that was when I was still really losing it and I didn't have control over my feelings. Instead, she just rewrites history and we're supposed to go with it. And I've said over and over again, if Lindsay yelled at me that way, I would hope I would get an apology the next day. But she never does. It's like, well... You were pissing me off. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but you don't scream at people. Like the way her hands go, it's kind of violent. Like it has a violent feel to it. It's a lot to deal with. But Paige says she gravitated towards Amanda. Here's the part I want to talk about. She gravitates towards Amanda because she was the only one who was nice to me. I know you guys had a different experience than I did. She did. She did. Pointing pointing at all the girls. Hannah did. Jules did. Jules Jules, you want me to, you want to talk about Jules, the chick that you basically bullied? Like, what do you mean? Maybe, maybe because Lindsay didn't really talk to her much, but what? No, you don't get to you don't get to put Jules in there. And I thought I thought Hannah and Lindsay were cool, but I guess never mind. The Luke thing happened, whatever. And Paige is like, this was a good little monologue from Paige. It was very clear and concise. She said, I watched her have an issue with every other girl that had nothing to do with me. So when they cry to me, I tell them, I get it. I get it. Don't worry. I get it. <laughs> Lindsay's like, fuck. She's, you could tell Lindsay knows when she's a little wrong. And she's like, all right, she got me there. But then she goes, okay, then, well, why would you squash the beef with me at that lunch? And Paige goes, because you went on a whole PR tirade that I weaponized your miscarriage. I sent you flowers. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not what she's talking about. Like the whole audience did. I don't think Lindsay needed to go on any kind of press tour for that. We pretty much I personally didn't think it was as bad as most people did, but the audience took it there. So Paige, relax. And then Paige Paige pulls this out and I was like, I'm living. She goes, I judge people based on how they treat people that can't do anything for them. The way you treat production, the way you treat fans, and then it's all starts like yelling because, you know, and she goes, even Andy knows you're rude. He had to yell at you at BravoCon for the way you spoke to his employees. And then Andy goes, Andy didn't yell at me at BravoCon. And it's a little awkward. She's like, she did. But and Sierra goes, okay, but you got checked. Right? And the way you speak to people is rude. And Lindsay's like, okay, girl, I have heard so many stories about you. Andy, meanwhile, is squirming. He's like, oh, shit, I'm in it. (laughs) Oh, shit, I'm fucking in it. Meaning I did. Because Andy would have stepped in and been like, I did not yell at her. You are totally, that for the record didn't happen. Instead, he's like, "Mm, I did. I had to yell at her. I had to tell her to, and I need to know what the fuck happened. I, God, they brought up production so much. Can we get that person here? Can you just, Andy, just tell us, just give us the story. I wanted Andy to be like, here's what happened. But instead he did not, he didn't let her off the hook. I was like, God damn it. What happened? Claiming a a shoe was thrown. A shoe? Who throws a shoe? Is that a line? 
that's a line from Austin Powers, isn't it? Oh my God. But yeah, that is, it, it was epic. It was epic. And then Paige, name a girl on this show that you talk to. Sans the girls you've known for six months. And Lindsay's like, um, I actually, I texted Maya when the dog bit you at the wedding. <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't really count. But Lindsay says, but my point is, Sierra, I thought we were in a totally fine place. And all of a sudden we show up at the reunion and we're not. And then Paige is like, yeah, because you go on press tours again. Does she? I mean, they all go on press tours. Is That's like a requirement of the show. They get booked and that's what happens. Because Lindsay's like, I haven't even talked about you guys. What are you talking about? Don't activate me because you've not seen me activated. <sighs> if you notice a change in audio or the video, I just wanted to look at the ugliest apartment. Hideous. Absolutely hideous. They said there was a pool. Uh, <laughs> nobody is going in that pool. So anyway, back to this. Andy interrupts this back and forth with a question. He says, Danielle, did Lindsay complain to you about Paige? And Danielle says, yes. <laughs> and Lindsay's like, well, you also, Danielle did too. And Danielle says, you would always say you hate them as much as they hate you. That's, um, this, uh, Paige then goes, Danielle literally told me and Amanda that she hates us. Hated us since the moment, and then it gets cut off. But I'm like, oh, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. It is one thing to complain or voice concerns about the relationship. Okay, fine, fine, fine. But now you're going to go tell them what Lindsay would say about them behind their back when it was just like incompetence between you two whoa why if if it wasn't just to further the gap in the group what was it for because this group doesn't need any reasons to dislike Lindsay and I don't understand why did what Lindsay's like I don't have hatred in my bones and Danielle's like Lindsay yes you do I don't get what the point of this is. Like, why? But Lindsay's got a good clap back. She said, if I did, I would treat you the way you treat me, Paige. And Paige goes, girl, I don't even speak to you. And then Lindsay, I'm, this was this was beautiful. She goes, no, you just speak about me. You fight behind my back. And it's the most pathetic fighting I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then Paige goes, you're literally nuts. And Carl's like, oh, yeah, that's that's real nice, Paige. You're fucking nuts, too. Excuse me? What has actually happened? And Lindsay goes, you know what? I'd rather be nuts than boring. Put I would rather be nuts than boring on a T-shirt, Lindsay, and sell it. Because that's a good line. It's a good clap back. But okay, I listen. Let me just so okay. Danielle literally says to her, to Paige, and to Amanda, Lindsay hates you. I just don't understand why. Why other if it wasn't 
if it wasn't to just be malicious or if it wasn't just to, to make them hate her more, what is the point? Is the point that she wants Lindsay to be honest about it and stop acting like she doesn't, like she likes them and wants to be their friend? Is it that element? Is it like stop? Oh, maybe that's what it is. Oh, okay. Hold on. So maybe the issue is that Lindsay gets to these reunions and she's like, and she's like, um, I try my hardest to be your friend and I just want to be cool with you. And then they get to the reunion and it's like, what happened? So maybe the point is like, stop acting like you like them. You don't even like them. I, that was, it's, it, it's giving me, remember in Roni when Beth, season 10, when Bethany and, and Carol have their big falling out and, and, uh, Carol goes, yeah, you text me, Luann's a loser. And Bethany goes, that was such a betrayal. It's giving that. It's giving like, okay, I don't think you needed to do that. I don't understand. So, okay, I don't know how they're going to have Lindsay on this show with this cast. She's much more interesting um, in terms of TV because she is willing to put it all out there. Maya should be in a lot of trouble for trying to hide that stuff with Oliver. The way she was avoiding cameras and talking about it, I'm like, bitch, it's your job. But maybe I think he showed up. She, it's I couldn't tell because we haven't gone to that package yet. Maybe it'll, it'll be better explained. But it, I guess it seemed like he showed up to the party. She didn't expect him to show up. And she was like, oh, fuck, if you're going to be here, keep it together. And didn't want to... Why do you not want to have that conversation on camera? That is literally what you signed up to do, unfortunately. And if it's going to be here, it was just really – I did not like the way she's like, there's a camera, there's a camera, there's a camera. Like, honey, there's about a 100 of them. What are you doing? So she should be in trouble for that. But Lindsay puts it pretty much all out there on the show, except this season. This season, she thought she could give us perfection from her and Carl. And that it was going to be okay. But it just made me, it just made me confused about the relationship. Like, you've always been willing to have these sorts of conversations. It might also be more Carl, too. Carl may not want to have the conversations on camera. And that's also a problem. But if we're, you know, if we're going to, let's just make it fun again. How about that? Let's just make Summer House fun. Let's keep, let's keep Sam and Gabby. And I don't, I don't know what to do next season. Because how how are you going to have Lindsay and Carl just back in the house coexisting? Because that's what they keep doing every season, and it feels gross. It just doesn't work. There's too much history. There's too much shit there now. So we can't just do another season of being like, we're going to act like it's all okay. Because it's not. And we, it's not. But anyway, at least it was entertaining. At least Paige came to actually do her job. But now that we really know how everyone feels, let's... Thank you, guys. So let's let's fix it. And it really start. It's feeling like Paige knows she might be on the chopping block, and maybe that's why she's coming through with a little bit of a performance. Um, but this cast cannot stay the same. Period. Okay. All right, guys. That wraps us up here today for Summer House Reunion Part One. Um, love you, mean it, and I'll see you next time. Bye. 
I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there is the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.